Good day, everybody. You're listening to Conversations with Catboxing. I'm your host, Anthony Vera, and this is episode 15, The Confusing World of Fitness Apps and Devices. Uh, so yesterday, um, I was discussing the, my whole weight loss uh, conundrum. I did mention an app that I use called Lose It. Uh, Lose It is a fitness app that I learned about back in 2012 that actually seems to work pretty well for me. Um, there's other comparable apps out there that people use, like uh, MyFitnessPal is probably the most uh, known. Um, there are several other apps. I remember uh, Livestrong was a big um, proponent in kind of the whole fitness app revolution that probably started more around 2010, 2011. And um, I, I will say it, Livestrong probably has some of the best. Um, like if you're looking, if you're if you're looking for calories and food, like like how how many? Um, an, an example would be Ace Benedict. Like how many calories does Ace Benedict have? Uh, Livestrong has a lot of that information. Um, simply Google works for that as well too. But um, Livestrong was started. Uh, with help from Lance Armstrong, but has since kind of strayed away from Lance Armstrong for obvious reasons. But Livestrong is still a uh, good site to um, check on all things fitness and health-related. Otherwise, um, the Lucid app is what I use to track my um, eating, um, exercise, and that kind of thing. However, um, the one downside of the Lucid app is you have to do everything on your own. It doesn't really track anything for you. Um, with that said, I use other apps as well. Uh, primarily, I use the um, Map It or Map My apps. Um, those have been around for almost 10 years now. And uh, I use those for my running and cycling. They even have uh, some for dog walking and hiking. Um, they were bought out not too long ago by, long ago by Under Armour. And, um, I don't know. I, I, they seem to work just as well. I think the difference is you can pay for a more advanced version of the app. Like there'll be no ads or there'll be maybe added content. I don't know. I, I don't pay for the apps. I, that's, that's the whole, my, my whole point with dieting is don't pay don't pay for it, just do it, which I took from Nike, but whatever, but, um, my, the map it, the map my apps seem to be the best, um, apps when it comes to, uh, using your phone and GPS, I, um, I seem to get exact numbers when I do my, uh, runs, I do a, I do on an average a four mile run, 4.02 miles and it seems to be the uh, the best app for that um, years ago before apps were a thing before smartphones were a thing Nike actually got the, the ball rolling with their um, technology that they used with the Apple and it was I forget the name of it now but it, it was like Nike slash Apple is what I remember and they used to have these little like orange white disc that you could insert into your shoes. 
And again, damn, smartphones weren't a thing yet. Apple, um, the iPhone wasn't even around yet. It, you, what you do is you put these little plastic inserts inside your shoe, um, underneath your insole, and then you sync it with your iPod Nano. And it had to be a Nano, it couldn't be a regular iPod. Um, and the Nano was the tiny version of the iPod. Uh, they were actually really awesome, and I kind of I really miss my Nano. Um, it, and that, that this is like 2007. I, I remember it pretty well. And um, yeah, the thing was great. It tracked your miles, tracked your steps, tracked your speed. It didn't have any heart sensor kind of thing. Like the wrist technology stuff didn't come till a little later. But I remember um, that worked really well. Unfortunately for me, though, uh, Nike does not make a great running shoe. Um, I don't want to pony up more than I needed to for running shoes, so I didn't buy um, like the Pegasus Air or whatever their top line of the shoe was at the time. And um, they wreaked havoc on my knees. So I um, switched up to Asics. And I was told that all you needed was that sensor kind of placed somewhere um, on your shoe. And, and, and that was the thing, too. I, again, like I said, wrist technology didn't exist or like, any, like the cell phone GPS didn't exist yet. So um, the best method was it had to be on your feet. Like I had to like had to tell that you were stepping. So um, you, you, what I did is I put it underneath my uh, ASIC shoelaces and that worked for a little bit. It would pop off a lot, though. And I think it just kind of fell off for me because I didn't like using Nike shoes. Though several years later, Nike came out with that wristband um, that really got the ball rolling on the the, uh, wrist technology of um, fitness. And and that's that's when smartphones kind of were more readily available. Uh, Android, uh, the iPhone. And... I didn't I didn't really get into that until a little later. I actually kind of just didn't have any sort of wrist technology or didn't use that Nike thing. I just used the uh, Map My Run apps and Map My Rides. And those seemed to work really well. Um, and then a few years later, I, uh, I'd say about 2016, I, like I mentioned where I put on some weight, I kind of felt like I really needed some something to track what I was doing. So I picked up a Fitbit uh, Charge 2. Um, Fitbit makes an array of devices. Um, the Ulta being, I think, the more expensive... Uh, I can't remember now which one was the more expensive or the one that was... I think the Ulta was, like, the cheap one. And that's the one that had the little lights that um, lit up more when you were walking faster and then would just be dormant if you weren't doing anything. And um, it didn't it didn't help me because I kind of need to be visual. But you sync it up to the Fitbit app, and then the app will tell you like how many steps you walked, how far you know, like how how many stairs you you walked, and everything else. Um, I'm pretty impressed with Fitbit. Um, um, I like their apps. They have milestones. They have weekly reports. So my Fitbit Charge Two was great. And uh, it worked well. It was comparable to the um, tracking of, say, the uh, the map my apps that I was using. I think the one thing that people had issues with were was the calorie counts because it tells you how many calories you burned. But I think that was like the biggest flaw 
in the the Fitbit uh, techno- technology. Let's just let's just say. So I, I had mine for about two and a half years. I still have it, but I've since misplaced it. I took it off the wristbands and put it in my pocket because recently I got an offer through my um, through Sprint to get a uh, basically a free Apple iWatch. Free, I have to pay for the service, but. Um, so I've been using the um, iWatch uh, G3. Um, they had come out with the uh, the uh, iWatch 4. So the 3 for me was really cheap um, service-wise. And I took advantage of it. And I like it. I thought it would be a lot more useful than it is, though. It's uh, Because I thought I'd be able to run everything off that thing that I could on my phone. And plus with the cellular, I thought that I could just walk in and sleep my phone at home. But that's not necessarily the case. Especially with the music apps, because um, I thought it would work with Spotify, and, it, and it, it, there is an app in there, but all it really does is fast forward tracks. But you can't really like pick a playlist and play anything off of it. I mean, even um, the Apple Shuffle had that technology, but uh, I mean, you could text on it, but you had you had to have your phone with you to text. Uh, otherwise, if you wanted to call me, you can call me, but that's about it. And I don't have Apple Music. I I pay for other streaming services. I don't want to pay for any more than I need to. But apparently, I guess you can use the Apple Music on it without having your phone nearby. So maybe eventually, when I um, have more money, I'll try that out and see if that works. Because I know um, the music apps all have different music. Uh, Spotify probably has the most comprehensive collection of music when it comes to music apps, but... I am finding that uh, that what they don't have, Apple does, and vice versa. So, I don't know. Um, but any, anyhow, uh, back to the fitness apps. Um, I stopped using my Fitbit. I, I put it in my pocket. I took it off the wristband. And, and um, I've since lost the little damn thing. Um, it's like no bigger than the size of a suppository. Uh, I mean, you can see everything on it. It tracked everything, but... I mean, that thing is lost in my apartment somewhere, and I will probably dig for it in a little bit here, because I am I am really serious about getting back into shape. I definitely have it in my head to not drink. I actually have all my, writings, my writing and drawing supplies with me, so I'm going to go out after I take my stupid watch to the Apple Store, which actually brings me to the next part of this podcast. So... I got the Apple iWatch. Um, it tracks pretty well. Like I, it'll, it'll track my steps and everything else. Uh, the Apple iPhone already comes with a health app, um, health app. It's that little heart. But if you click on it, I'm looking right now at it. So on Tuesday, uh, actually Tuesday is not a good example. Sorry. Okay, on Monday, um, I had a resting energy of 1,785 k calories, I guess. Uh, six hours of stand time, um, 16,304 steps, and I walked a total of 7.2 miles and climbed five floors. My exercise time was my exercise time was 101 minutes. I didn't do a lot that day, but I walked everywhere. Um, it tracked my heartbeat. It, it does everything well. It, it actually tracks the heart probably better than Fitbit. Fitbit does the same thing. 
but you know my my device is small i don't have like the expensive one i mean the charge 2 isn't cheap but it's certainly not the like they they fitbit has a a smartwatch that's fairly comparable to the um iwatch but i digress um anyhow i was putting on i i at my jobs it's really not the best thing to wear the iwatch so i take it off and put it in my pocket and even that's a pain in the ass because when I would do that, it kept trying to like type in the passcode. And if it types in the passcode too much, um, you have to you have to unpair your watch and pair it back up. So it's like basically resetting your watch every time from the factory setting. Um, well, I think it does a backup. It takes a backup. But with that said, it's still like twenty minutes of your time. And um, so I figured out how to get it to not do that but uh, the other day i was putting it on at work um back on after i got off it dropped on the ground and cracked and i thought fuck okay fine i'll i'll, I'll wear this cracked iWatch. but the iWatch is so sensitive that it does not recognize my passcode so i'm taking it to the apple store it's been less than 90 days since i've owned that thing like almost 90 days so i gotta take it in there fairly quickly and hopefully they'll replace it otherwise I will just have actually I, it's not even a working watch because it there was a factory update and I can't do anything until I type in the passcode so they're gonna have to do something for me and I can't afford to really pay to get it repaired saying that I didn't pay for it in the first place so it's like I'm getting getting screwed I'm gonna have this piece of crap and maybe I could sell it to somebody for 50 bucks and they can fix it I don't know, but, um, so, yeah, so, would I recommend the iWatch? Uh, it depends, I guess, I mean, it's fine, if you're an Apple, uh, completist, yeah, of course, um, I mean, I, I did, you could text message on it, you could talk into it, if you really can't have your phone on you, but, I mean, if you're walking around, just, you can whip out your phone and text easier that way, um, I don't know if any like a lot of the apps really don't don't do too much on there. Um, I know Nike has a fitness app that will like if you're if you're walking so long, it'll tell you, hey, it looks like you're exercising. Do you want to start logging this in? And that's almost a little um, annoying because I'd rather just uh, walk, you know. And like I mean, I know I'm walking, and I know it's tracking my steps, and that's good enough for me. But I guess it just wants to make sure I'm being healthy. I'm drinking coffee this morning. Um, that's why that little pause was there. But anyways, uh, if you're just looking for something to kind of get going, I, the apps I would recommend for exercising, um, like just like your basic sort of exercise and tracking would be the Lose It app. Um, map my run, map my walk. And if you have um, a dog, map my dog, map my dog walking. And I know I, I think uh, those apps are really kind of like designed and tailored for what you do in life. And I and I, I and I could really appreciate that. They have a hiking one. Um, I'm not sure if they have a swimming one because you're obviously not going to swim with your phone. Uh, but those apps seem to work pretty well. Um, I guess the one drawback with a Fitbit, from what I'm told, is if you have a young child, baby. Um, supposedly when you're pushing up the stroller, it doesn't match 
doesn't map your uh, steps because I think your steps and your wrist motion is what gives it the proper tracking. And I was, I was also told too, when you're stationary and you move your hands a lot, it tracks that as steps as well. So I, I don't know. I mean, I was doing gross. I, I was cashiering for almost a year and it seemed to be, it seemed to track okay. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I, it's, I hated doing that job, but that's beside the point. So um, I don't know. I mean, that's something to research. I don't have a child or have to push a stroller. But uh, supposedly, I mean, because you're not moving your wrist, you're you're pushing the stroller. And um, I, 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 like I said, like I've taken mine off, put it in my pocket, and walk around, and it probably doesn't track nearly as well as on your wrist. But it seems to track my steps fairly well when I did that. Um, I even like paid attention to it to see if it would like cut, make any differences. And I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it did. I'd probably have to put it in, um, I have like a small little pocket in my running shorts. So next time I go running and if I find that thing, I'll test it out and report back to you. Uh, so yeah, if you're doing some exercise, uh, if you're exercising and you don't need anything super fancy, the Fitbit Charge 2 is pretty awesome. And I'd recommend that, which, uh, reminds me of two news stories. So there was a murder in 2016 um, where a man said he, um, that someone broke into his house, uh, kidnapped and tortured him, and then murdered his wife when she came in unexpectedly. And anyhow, uh, detectives or you know the police were able to figure out that from the Fitbit um, that her steps were a lot more. There were a lot more steps that she took than he said she said he did, or she he said that she did. And they were able to uh, look on the app and see that uh, there were some discrepancies, and it came to find out that he had an extramarital affair and got his side piece pregnant and killed his wife. So. And the guy looked like a douchebag. It was—it was—it was, it was a story from Connecticut. It, it was really, what is with uh, what is with men in Connecticut that uh, blame their murders, um, their wife's murder, on black men when they did it? Because um, that, do you remember that famous that famous news story from the '80s? I think I think Mark and Mark did a song on it. But um, anyhow, there's that story. Then there's another story too where a woman was killed by her uh, father-in-law. What happened was um, he reported her missing at a particular time, but then when they went back and looked at the information on her Fitbit, it showed that at that time that her heart rate like climbed exceedingly high and then stopped. And they were they were able to ascertain that okay well obviously she was in some serious distress and then it expired so yeah if he would have like maybe faked times or something maybe that would have been like that w- that would have helped him a little bit so yeah so the fitbit apparently can track uh some heinous deeds out there and i'm not sure if the apple watch has been uh connected to any crimes but um those are the two Fitbit stories I remember and I was thinking to myself well I guess if anything happened to me they can figure out the time that everything stopped working but uh, I don't know I don't wear my 
devices that sleep, I usually charge them, so I'd be in trouble. But anyhow, folks, um, that's all. Just kind of wanted to give you some feedback on what I uh, feel is a good workout tool. And got to take my stupid fucking watch to the repair place. Oh, you know, let me touch on another story I did. Um, I mean, you can stop listening if you don't want to hear the story. But this is the, uh, I was talking about getting my Facebook hacked and I was super tired at the time. So, I, and I kept kind of looking back at stuff. So I kept pausing him and hind. So on Martin Luther King Day, I was walking around and I kept getting alerts on my Yahoo um, email account. And it kept saying, hey, your pass- um, we noticed that you changed your password. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And I, every now and again, I'll get like fake email, um, fake emails on like, hey, uh, somebody's trying to give you some money on Facebook and you click on it and it's like some scam thing. But then I kept getting like, um, you changed your contact information, you changed your photo. And I was like, what the hell? And I didn't think a lot of it still, but then I went on Facebook and I thought I logged on someone else's page. And it, it the name was Oja Raha. Uh, aha, like OJ, um, OJA, aha, and it looked like um, like an Indian kid, and had like a shitty photo of a hand tattoo pointing, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then even like the the uh, even the um, cover photo had a picture of the top of the guy's head wearing shitty sunglasses, and I was like, what the fuck? And it, it really creeped me out. And, um, and it, it said like, and then I, I kept, then I went onto the page and it said, oh, um, Hey, we got your report of someone pretending to be you. And it had been someone that I'd like hung out with briefly. And I thought like, wait a minute, is she hacking into my page? Because we never became Facebook friends, but we did check out each other's profiles. And so I, I, but it was really, it really creeped me out. Cause I was like, wait a minute, is this girl hacking into my page? But I think he just saw my search information just picked somebody and it just happened to be her i'm assuming that this guy because uh the one thing that saved my ass was that uh the facebook protocols the ones that everyone bitch about um on their evasiveness or their um evasiveness is not the right word is um you know how they're a little too invasive and about your information and everything else that's what saved me because as i went back and started changing everything back and reporting that my uh, my page was hacked, the guy changed like the, my contact email address and was trying to change my phone number. And the phone he was using was called an IQ Power. I kept saying I2 Power the last time. Uh, if you look up IQ Power, um, you'll get a lot of Arabic pages. So it, it, it's a like an old. It looks like an old Android phone from 2012, 2013, and it came from Zong. Um, like that, their their provider is called Zom Zomg, Z O M G Z O M G, and if you look them up, um, they're out of Pakistan. So it was some dude from Pakistan trying to get into my page, and um, he was being aggressive about it. So what Facebook does, it lets you see, like it it, it sees where you log in the most, which is my iPhone eight plus, and it says what devices do you not want. Um, that you want to like block out and I picked his shitty fucking phone and whatever other device and an old computer that I don't have. So 
Um, so my account it was safe and I was able to block that guy out. But like he saw me getting back to my account was trying to change my information. It really did feel like a weird violation. Though. I was just like, it was, I was creeped out by it. And um, I, he found my, um, he, got, he got into my old uh, account. He got into my account by using a very old phone number that I had. So I guess you might want to delete all those numbers. But then he had access to everything else. Uh, luckily, I didn't have any pay information. I, I like people, like, like I won't, I won't buy, I won't pay through Facebook. Like I'm not putting my fucking card information on there. Um, so I didn't have anything super sensitive on there. But um, anyways, that's probably a more clear story of the hack. It, it was some douchebag from Pakistan, and I have his email address. So I don't know. Not that I could. Not I'm gonna do anything with it. And who knows if it's real? But it's, it looks like a real name. Anyhow, um, that's it. Uh, this is a slightly longer podcast, but that's okay. Okay, everybody. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Maybe I'll spread these out a little bit. I think I posted three in a row here, so I won't uh, take up too much more of your time. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace. Okay, hey guys, it's the segment, uh, second segment added. Uh, just to give you a postscript, uh, it's a good news, fucked up news scenario. The good news is I found my Fitbit Charge 2. I uh, charged up, works just fine. The shitty news, it costs $10 cheaper to fix my iWatch than it does to actually just buy a new one. So I'm sort of shit out of luck on that one. Um, but anyhow, I'll see if I can find cheaper methods, but through the Apple Store. Uh, they definitely uh, won in without any lube. Alright, y'all. Anyways, I just wanted to put a postscript out there. And everyone have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to Conversations with Cat Boxing. Part 2 of episode 15.